today on the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast, I'm going to talk about the strange relationship between recession and B2B consulting. Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Diogen Tirandekura. On this show, you will discover the realities, the successes and the struggles of business management and information technology consultants in the fast-moving B2B world. So stay tuned if you want to know more about what it takes to have a consulting lifestyle. In this episode, I'm going to approach the topic of uh, recession and consulting in two different parts. In the first part, I'm going to try to um, properly define what is a recession. When does the economy start to be in a recession and what does that mean for companies? And then in the second part, uh, it will be more about you, the consultant, whether you're an independent, whether you're an employee, whether you're an aspiring consultant, how can you position yourself when there is a recession? So let's first start by trying to define what is a recession. There is no like official definition of what a recession is, but there is a commonly used one. And the commonly used definition of a recession is the fact that we have in a certain economy, so in, a, in the economy inside within a country or globally, is that you have two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. So by GDP, I mean gross domestic product. And what is meant by gross domestic product? Because I think that's the key. You have to understand what is growing negatively. The definition of a gross domestic product is that it is an aggregation of the monetary value of all the finished goods and the services that are produced in a country. The key word is really on GDP is really domestic. So it's really what happens inside a country or inside a a group of countries. And why is there a lot of talk about a recession? Of course, there are a lot of things that are happening right now in 2022. There are wars, there is energy prices that are going up, there is a lot of uncertainty, and all of that can contribute to the fact that we are in a recession. I'm forgetting the fact that we have been in a situation of a pandemic since more than two years now, and a lot of public money also gone out of government coffers to help populations that were in distress. One big example what is, I believe, the first economy in the world, maybe number two, I'm not totally sure, but I'm talking about the United States. So in the United States, during the first quarter of 2022, the growth of the GDP was negative, negative 1.6%. And then in the second quarter of 2022, the growth has again been negative. So minus 0.9%. So if we take the most commonly used definition of a recession, supposedly uh, this country is now living a recession. And one thing that we have to pay attention as well, that's mostly if I have listeners that are more from emerging countries, countries where there is a lot of manufacturing of uh, intermediate goods or semi-finished goods, is that the GDP is actually calculated only based on the finished goods. So the final one, the final product. So even though you have a lot of production happening, let's say in a country in Africa or in Asia, that will not be counted up towards your own GDP because it is not where the product is actually finished and sold. Now, what does that mean for companies and for organizations? Because we are saying, okay, in our current economy, we are actually producing less finished goods. So what does that mean for a company in that environment? Very often, we see two things that are happening and the third thing that is concerning consumption. 
consultants. First two things are the fact that we are starting to cut costs. Is that always the right decision? I don't know. It's always a case by case, but very often you will see that there is a hiring freeze, meaning that the companies are stopped to hire or they also lay off personnel. So there is less and less, they start to decrease the number of employees that they have. They freeze what is considered maybe non-essential project or a project that they could defer for later. So basically it's like, okay, we are in a recession, there is less activity. So let's do even less activity. <laughs> it can look like a, a vicious circle that is getting started there, but it's very often that what happens with companies. And then also they may do reorganizations that are done for the long term. And the key word is really long term. And to me, this is where the value of the consultant comes. The value of the consultant is not for uh, providing a short-term solution to a, a short-term problem. It's always to provide long-term solutions, whether it is for a short-term problem or long-term problem. The third thing, the third action that uh, a lot of companies are doing, and those companies and organizations can are usually your clients for you as a B2B consultant, is that they would cut maybe the contract that they have with you. They would stop hiring a consultant. They would maybe not accept an increase of rate or an increase in the scope of services that you provide, or actually they could just continue with you and they could continue as if nothing happened, or they would also notice that they really need to continue with you. And this is where I would like to go and where I think the main lesson of the episode is. So for you as a consultant, how do you want to make sure that private organizations, public organizations, okay, if you're B2C, maybe your clients, why would they continue to buy your services while they know that they are in a recession. I see two big reasons why they would. One is, is that you or your company or your services are absolutely key to their survival. If they stop working with you, if they stop buying your services or buying your organization services, it will affect the survival of their own organization. What I'm talking about, for example, is anyone that is providing maybe legal advice, anyone that is providing advice in terms of cybersecurity, advice in terms of uh, corporate finance, healthcare, whether it's the healthcare of your employees, etc. So those type of services are usually vital for the survival of, of an organization. And whether or not you're in a recession or in a period of extreme growth, you need to have those type of services. And that list is not considered they're exhaustive, by the way. There might be other type of services that are essential to the survival of any organization that I have not mentioned. But going to the second reason why a company or an organization will still continue to work with you, even though you're in a recession, is the fact that your value, the value of your services is always way higher than what they cost. So the benefit for the organization to buy your services, to get your presence, is always much higher than the cost. And I believe that this is the best position in which you can be. You could combine actually both reasons. So you could both be key to their survival and also having a proven demonstration of value that is way higher than the cost. If you can prove that the value of what you provide is way higher than the cost, you become undroppable. You become someone that it doesn't matter what is the services that you provide. It is so good that they will continue to do it with you. And this is really a position where you want to be as a consultant or as a consulting firm. So when people talk about how to be a recession proof consultant or how to be a recession proof salesman, etc. To me, I see six factors that are important if you want to consider yourself as a recession proof consultant. And bear in mind, there is no hundred percent certainty that you are recession proof, but you can have a hundred percent confidence that you are recession proof, but it's just not a scientific thing. 
there is a small probability that all your clients in your industry will refuse to work with you. And then you have to go back and, and go back in the industry and go back to work as an employee. So even though there is no 100% certainty that you can be recession-proof, you can minimize odds of being affected by a recession. And to me, I see six big factors for that. The first one is something that is a bit outside of your control. It's experience. In times of crisis, people very often will look for experience, expertise that has been built over the years, whichever field we are, we are talking about. Very often, organizations will turn to experienced consultants. Experience alone is not enough, of course. There are thousands or millions of consultants that are experienced. Another thing that is more a bit in your control is your own marketing. And the marketing doesn't mean that you're buying Google ads or LinkedIn ads. It's really how do you market yourself with your target customer? Are you doing it continuously? Or are you just doing it right before a crisis because you lost a client and you, you want to know if you can work maybe with some of their competitors or some of the similar players in the industry of your clients? That would not be great marketing. Marketing is really something that you try to do continuously. Your client review, which is a bit very related to your marketing in consulting because a lot of what happens in consulting is a lot of word of mouth. It's a lot of uh, references. So I'm going to make a, an episode about references, by the way. But uh, yeah, client reviews is really something that will uh, help you to validate that the work that you do is good. And even if you are even more so, if you have worked with other clients in a situation of crisis, in times of big change, in times of uncertainty, that will be a great way for you to be a session proof. The fourth one is a bit global, but I think it's still important is strategy. And by strategy, I really mean blue ocean strategy. So a blue ocean strategy is one of my favorite books in, in business because that really teaches you to differentiate yourself from your competition. Instead of being in an ocean that is red because it is full of sharks that are biting at each other, trying to kill each other, go to the part of the ocean that is blue, meaning that there are not many or there are no other sharks or no other big fishes. And you are so much on your own or almost on your own in your niche industry that you really become the person of choice for the service that you can provide. Whether or not we are in times of crisis or in times of good uh, economic uh, environments. The last two, I believe, are very important as well. The last two are way you can minimize the, your odds of being affected by a recession. One is the quality of your customer service. So if, again, it's a bit related to the quality of your marketing. So if you keep providing good quality customer service, good relationship with your existing customers, they will think about you when they are in crisis, when they have problems. There is way more chances. They will think about you if you keep providing good customer service and you keep thinking about them. Because when I am in trouble, I usually want to be with someone I feel comfortable that they will help me. And one specific way to demonstrate that you're here to help a client in good and bad times is the quality of your customer service. And customer service in consulting exists. We are not only there to charge our time, charge our project, charge our expertise, and then bye-bye. No, there is customer service that exists in, in consulting. And the last one is cash flow. Not many people talk about it, but it's, it's very important. When the pandemic started, so many companies, and it was mostly big companies, they offered access to their software, for example, at a reduced price for free for a certain period. And that provided access to people and organizations that may not have as much liquidity as they want or living so much uncertainty due to the start of the pandemic to access the softwares, access their services for free or at a reduced price. But you as a solo consultant or you as a small 
small consulting firm. Can you afford to do that? Can you afford at the start of a recession to say, okay, you know what? For six months, we will be able to work. I don't know. You have a bunch of hundred hours or you can buy those uh, two services and you get them for free or at 50% or at 75% reduction. That's really not given to everybody. But only companies that have very, very healthy cash flow are able to provide that. Companies that have a lot of reserves will have that. And I believe that it's also an important topic to talk about is how to manage your cash flow because that gives you the flexibility to keep offering your services even when your clients are financially challenged. I believe that it is extremely, extremely important. So actually, this is where I think the episode is done. But I would like to add one thing during that happens for a consultant when there is an economic crisis, so we start to have a recession. Because I have been a consultant when there was a recession, and that was in 2008. So I started my career in 2007, and back then I was in Belgium. When I started, there was the crisis didn't start, but it was more in 2008 that we had the, and I think it was the Goldman Sachs and another big financial institution, but it was a very bad financial result, and it kick-started a recession. And what happened to me is I had just finished to work on a first project in which I had a lot of difficulties, to be honest. And then I had a one month training for a certification in SAP. And afterwards, I actually spent three months on what you call being on the bench. I don't know if you watch football or soccer, but you usually have the players that are out of all the players that are called up to play the game. There are some players that will start the game. So just 11 players and then the other players are on the bench. So basically they are waiting to be called upon by the coach so that they can play. And that's a little bit the same analogy in consulting is that you may have a team of 50 consultants and you have 40 consultants that are on the field playing and working for uh, customers. And then you have others that are on the bench, on the other bench for different reasons. It could be performance related, etc. One of the factors for which I was uh, on the bench was the fact that the economy was uh, starting to downside. We were starting a, a recession at the end of, of 2008. So what can you do when you're on the bench? Because it is really uh, something that can happen for you during a recession. And maybe this is happening right now for you. First of all, you really have to make sure that you keep networking, you keep making yourself present in the organization. And you also try to be of value for your colleagues, maybe even on a on project that maybe you don't charge, you don't necessarily charge the work for your clients. I'm talking about consulting employees here. I'm not talking about uh, independence. And also, you can also make yourself also valuable to people that are deciding who will be put on a project, who will be put on a client's a client project. I think that it is very important. I wanted to really share that message and that experience because I think it is something that a lot of people are fearful about is to be on the bench when you're a consultant employee. And even when there is a recession, if you're on the bench, there is a chance that it can last for some months. There is a chance that you can lose your job, but it does not necessarily always happen like that because there are peak and valleys and often consulting firms, they don't want to have a, just because there is one quarter in, in which there is a reduction in, in activity, they just don't want to fire their employees like that because they need to find again someone else, they need to retrain him or her, and it takes it takes a lot of time and money. Now, if you are affected by the recession, but you're not an employee, you're an uh, independent consultant, you really, really want to have mastered those six aspects that I talk about if you didn't want to be affected by the recession. And you also really want to be, as I said, key to the survival of your clients and also uh, having already demonstrated that your value is way higher to your cost. So my message a bit to the independent consultant or the consulting firm owners is really to make sure that you're one of those things or one of both things or those two things. So either you're key to their survival and slash or you have demonstrated that your value, that the value that you provide to your clients is way higher than the cost for them. 
So that was my main message as far as the link between recession and B2B consulting is. And I hope that you really have had good value out of this episode. I believe that it is a very important topic and a topic that is important today, but also important later. So thank you very much. And I hope to see you again, even though I don't see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you have enjoyed the episode and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified to hear other episodes with your host, Diogène Tirandekourat.